Well, well, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, you join us for possibly the shortest ever episodes <laughs> of We Have No Cares. Or the most I... depressing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I've, I've certainly been more depressed after a, a loss, yeah. even a loss to Celtic. But... I am Nicole Hay. I am Robert Borthwick. And this is We Have No Cares coming to you on the occasion of uh, the cup dreams going up in smoke for another year. Yes. <laughs> Hibs have lasted longer than us in the Sp- cup. Spartans have lasted longer than us <laughs> in the cup. <laughs> Tear it down and start again. <laughs> Mad budget. Uh, <laughs> I hadn't even really thought about that about Spartans but that's yeah, that's man. depressingly true that's my Scottish Cup team <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah yeah well um, I, I really don't know where to start this was a very very difficult game to even pay attention to I think the first thing I'm going to get out there though I'm going to get my excuses in nice and early alright I'm going to go we had not one not two, not three, not four, but five definite starters out and a further three or four players that um, would augment the squad, including yes. how many strikers, Robert? All of them, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if that's a number, every. Um, no, apart from Keatings, obviously. Um, but yeah, you know, no So, no Carrick, no El Haas, no that's Oliver. That's three. Uh, well, and Oliver out of line. It would be... You know, it would be clutching at straws to name Oliver as a big miss. So let's clutch right there. Four. Four strikers four. missing. <laughs> All the straws, please. Damn you, Celtic. Yeah, so we took to the field um, with more or less... Well, with an even weaker team than the one that uh, faced Rangers last week with uh, McHattie uh, nowhere to be seen and El Hasnui uh, nowhere to be seen either after uh, his seemingly minor knock. Injury? Against <laughs> <laughs> the Ibrox man uh, uh, has apparently uh, laid him up for a couple of weeks. Yes. Um, now, obviously, I, I think you'll you'll all know what the the major talking points about this game is. So. Um, yeah, Robbie's beige jumper. What the fuck? Jesus, Robbie. I mean, you, you've been doing so so well, and then you get get on the big stage and you make a huge error of judgment like that. I, I think we've known Robbie long enough now to see it's a minor slip up. It's not a big one, you know. I don't know, but like, there there was a point in the first half where like uh, Willie Collin was giving him a talking to in the sidelines, and it's it's like every element that normally works just combined to make him look like a frustrated farmer <laughs> uh, on this occasion, and it was oh a pissed off geography teacher. <laughs> oh, this is this is no good. Yeah, this is no good. And I think, to be honest with you, that's why uh, Morgano Gomez went flying into a tackle. He, he saw that Robbie had unbuttoned his wonderful jacket. He mm. saw beige. He saw beige. The, the, the beige mist came down. <laughs> it was just a sheer lack of leadership from Robbie Nielsen. And, uh, as, as captain responded as any captain would. <laughs> yeah, uh, as captain responded as anybody catching sight of Scott Brown would. Yes. And uh, charged into him recklessly, feet off the ground studs sort of showing at least half his studs showing a good number of studs were showing I'll be honest I've just watched it again they're on one of those vines if you're aware of technology yes I am I mean Robert you're on Twitter literally all the time you're fooling no one vines (laughs) Uh, no I I watched I watched the one uh, sort of better angle than the one that originally came out that I watched at the match to get a replay Mm -hmm. of it and he jumps off the ground but 
that's why he's sent off, is because he's jumped off the ground. Because by the time he gets to Brown, he's on the ground and his studs aren't really showing. He wins the ball. Yeah, he's sent off because he commits a challenge which is expressly forbidden in the laws of the game. It was it was daft. Other referees, I think, would have given a yellow card. But, you know, it's by the by. In um, my opinion. Yeah. Um, I've seen yellows given for that. I've seen reds given for it. It's just... It's, it's, Gomez made the mistake of giving the referee a decision to make, I think. Well, I, I mean, I suppose some of the more churlish elements of our support would point out that we saw similar challenges last week, which got nothing. But uh, that's not that's not an excuse. Like I say, Gomez committed a challenge that you can get sent off for, and he was sent off for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, which just further goes to show that uh, he needs Principal Abbott next to him, whispering, you know, Sweet wonderful things in his ear. No, I'm gonna leave it, man. You're a great footballer. No, you're just a nice guy. You don't need to do that. <laughs> just let Scott Brown live. I mean, he's got that face. It's punishment enough. <laughs> it's his curse. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but yeah, you know, as I say, it was daft from Gomez. I just think that I've seen that not given as red cards before as recently as last week. <laughs> okay. So, you know. But, well, rightly let's or wrongly or forever, well, well, let's not dwell on it. Let's just, you know, admit that it completely destroyed any chance that we would have had in a game that would have been incredibly difficult anyway. Yeah. Um, hearts were... We were all right for the remainder of the game. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like a, a hugely brave, stirring performance to take it to Celtic, but we also didn't capitulate. We kept passing. We we used, you know, we were professional. Yeah. You know, we we kept our shape very solid, very rigid. Didn't really allow them past us too often, if at all. I, you know, I remember a couple of deflected shots going over the bar and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. these were, you know pot shots from range from the likes of James Forrest and all those kind of guys so we did we restricted them a lot and it was very professional which is what you come to expect from this Hearts team um, but yeah I mean the the goal the first goal Van Dyke's goal was that's a bit annoying one to lose to be honest with you I think that was uh, yeah annoying but it was quite clear that he I mean it, it was good football by Celtic uh, Van Dyke did have a lot of space, but he was in the very area that Morgaro Gomez would normally be patrolling at the edge of the box. Yeah. Um, some might make the argument that you know they've had enough time to adjust. I would counter that by saying you can't just create a body for all those yeah. sort of defensive set piece plans that you've made. Yeah. Uh, especially one as influential and well formed as <laughs> Morgaro Gomez's. Yes. Um. Yeah, so that was that was one nil. That was all right. Um, the rest of the half that happened, I suppose. I, I don't recall anything really of not coming from Hearts in the in the first half. Yep, confirmed. Nothing, nothing <laughs> worth bothering with. Uh, and then early in the second half, the the second goal, slightly more of a farce, I would suggest. Slightly, slightly more of a farce. I'm still. Fucking reeling about it. Might actually. have been using comic understatement there, Robert. <laughs> and that's why we are where we are. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it, it's. I believe it was just an outright fucking dive, to be honest with you, but other people are, are claiming that he slipped. He didn't slip. I'm, at, at, no, at no point did he lose footing. I'm more in that. Maybe I just, you know, believe too much in the goodness of people, but like it looked to me like. You know, he was just trying to adjust himself around 
Brad Mackay, around the, the girthy body of Brad Mackay. Uh, and he was so dazzled by his beauty that he, he lost his footing and he fell down. Now, at this point, you know, maybe a more honest man would have stood up and went, oh, no, 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 I just slipped. But no, he fell down and went, oh, wait a minute, I've fallen down in the box. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Colin? And uh, Mr. Colin was always going to, you know, point to the spot, although it did take him about 15 minutes to do so. Um, it was a strange one. I was, I was in section N today. Um, Are you all right? Oh yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. I had, I got to keep a Union Jack, so that was nice. <laughs> Great. Kidding. Um, there, was, there wasn't actually any, but uh, no, it was. It was right in front of me. You could see quite clearly that there was no contact, which has also been backed up by video evidence now. But it's the... <laughs> that's been backed up by reality. Yes, <laughs> it's been backed up by what happened. Um, but yeah, Colm didn't give it straight away. He looked at his linesman, and his linesman sort of gave him a look to go, I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, and Colm just decided to give it anyway. And he's got previous for doing that kind of thing, given penalties that he doesn't really know about. I think the, the most famous one was uh, in an old firm game uh, way back when, and Kirk Broadfoot fell over nothing, and Colm was looking the other way, and he gave a penalty to Rangers. He was genuinely looking in the opposite direction. And he's got previous for doing that kind of thing. At least he's an equal opportunity fantasist then. Yes, that's, that's true. Yeah, he's just shit, basically. Oh, he just um, loves giving the benefit of the doubt to the attacking team. He just loves goals. He loves football. He's a frustrated centre-forward. <laughs> um, and bellend. He's a bellend. Um, but yeah, no, it's just such a shite decision. Yeah. That really, that the heads kind of went down for a while after that. And that's when Celtic capitalised with uh, another couple of goals. But yeah, it, was, um, it wasn't It was much fun. Yeah, they had their burst after that. Um, Anthony Stokes scored a goal. I don't... I'll be honest, at this point, it was really hard to make my attention actually stick to the game. I was I was watching at home, uh, being too poor to really afford the ticket. <laughs> and uh, and that's a positive moment for poverty there. So, uh, <laughs> so thank you to my employers for paying me slave wages. That's great. Um, uh, to be honest with you, I was there and I wasn't really paying that much attention because <laughs> there was a bunch of Celtic fans in the front row that... Uh, yeah, they were hilarious, basically. Examples of humanity, were they? They, they held the um, tricolour up back to front at one stage, so they were kind of big Ivory Coast fans for a while. And That's cool. There was a sort of permatan One Direction fuck nut right in the front row as well that kept crossing himself at me. That was lovely. Cool. I don't really see the point in that, to be honest. I don't think he's really a religious man. He didn't look it. So. I was paying attention to them. Okay. And then Anthony Stokes scored. Cool. Yep, entertainment. <laughs> That's what I paid my £20 for. Uh, yeah, so do you know how Anthony Stokes scored his goal? Yeah, he, he, he picked it up in the box, it sort of, um, I think they were attacking through the middle, and he, he turned, um, I think it might have been Patterson, in the sort of uh, left well, left corner of the box. It was a good finish, you know. Mm-hmm. Left foot, took it, put it right out of Alexander's way. That was a pretty good goal. And then their fourth was just a routine header. Ah, yeah, like... bad marking. He's, you know, he's, he's leapt up by himself, and, you know, I would say he wouldn't. He was never going to miss him there, but he missed an absolute sitter in the first half that was right in front of the goals. So yeah, I was going to say that was going to be uh, that was going to be his hat trick, except for the the point in the first half where he decided to kill a pigeon instead <laughs> of uh, instead of score a goal. You know, he's just got priorities and he needs to follow them. He just fucking hates that pigeon. He's really good mates with Dick Dastardly. Um, but yeah, I think that's the only one where Hearts were really guilty of bad defending. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a bit of a shocker to lose, but 
to be honest, Celtic should have had a, a fifth goal. I have literally no idea why it was chalked off. Uh, they Colin decided to give it as a as a foul by Commons, I think, on on uh, Alexander. Very expressive shrugs coming from Robert here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it would have been on your blind side where, wherever the incident happens. But, yeah. um, yep, didn't look like anything to me. I, I just assumed that he'd kicked out of Alexander's hands. Um, I don't think Alexander was ever fully in control. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. so a um, bit of 50-50. Maybe that was that nice Mr. Colum taking pity on us. Ah, fuck it, he's a great ref. <laughs> yep, what a guy. Let's invite him back. <laughs> Done wonders for our goal difference. That's a Scottish goal game, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. fine. Yeah, um, goal difference counts. Yep. Um, but yeah, to, to bring it on to the, the, the Hearts performance of the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so who are we doing songs for? <laughs> uh, well, we're going to... <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, uh, you know... Uh, there were two moments. There were two moments. Uh-huh. One where uh, Principal Abin came on, uh, like got himself a bit of space in midfield and played a nice ball down the inside left channel for Buchanan to latch on to. Yeah. Managed to get away from Ambrose. Um, he did have a very inviting uh, pass on to Keatings uh, uh, to his right. Possibly should have released him, but at that point we were 4 0 down, and I think he went, Nah, lo, I fancy a goal myself, let's have a shot, and yeah. uh, drilled it narrowly wide. Yeah. Um, yeah, I th- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think um, Buchanan would actually look very good when he came on. I thought, you know, he kept the ball, he would move it from, from side to side when he was on the wing, and then obviously he went up front and fashioned himself a chance there as well. Um, he looks like a good, versatile player, and maybe with. Slightly, just slightly more physical presence than Keatings. Keatings, I think, he did what he does. He, he ran about today, he, he put in his work. But it was a thankless task after um, Gomez got sent off, you know. To be honest, the formation in the game was never going to be his, even with 11 men. With, with 10, uh, he, he was just on a hiding to nothing. He's a player that needs, he needs support. He's never, ever in the world a lone striker. Yeah. Um, I mean... Even more so than Sufian isn't a lone striker, but at least Sufian has a little bit of physical presence yeah. to try and make the ball stick to him. Uh, Keatings did have like sort of one moment where he managed to wriggle free from the defence, but other than that, he was, he was. It's not his game. Not his game. No, as I say, especially not with ten men, that ruined any part of his game because then King and uh, Walker had to you know pull inside and, and help out. Well, so. particularly Holt. Holt had to basically become a, an absolute central midfielder. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, couldn't, couldn't be that sort of buzzing number 10, which is actually where he excels. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, talk about sort of general performance as well. Like, I think Billy King needs a rest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I really think he does. Jamie Walker looked knackered as well. Um, but King, you know, he's, he's still been, I think, our most important player goals-wise this year. Not for scoring them, but for setting them up as well. But yeah, certainly he's a big part of what we do as an attacking yeah, force. Yeah, but I think you know, get get Sammy Nicholson fit and give him another run of games. Walker's what you know today aside, he's been okay since he came back in and mm-hmm. scored a couple of goals and changed I, the game in the derby and stuff like that. I think he deserves to stay in the in the squad for now. I think his destiny is impact substitute really Walker. Yeah, um, it does beg the question like, what do we do next week? Because there's so many guys injured. I think well, uh, we'll certainly see Blabin back in. Uh, uh, starting, yeah, possibly Wilson as well. Yeah, but up front we're really looking thin. I mean, Keatings did go off injured. Um, we're, at this stage, we're basically looking at Robbie Buchanan. <laughs> yeah, um, being our starting striker, unless we do recall 
Oliver from his loan, which is a possibility. Is it possible though? I'm not sure yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can do it. Hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Um. Yeah. Um. Like other than that, uh, like if Nicholson doesn't get fit, we're really, really struggling. It sort of raises the 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 idea that we might have to be pushing Callum Patterson to right mid or even centre forward. Oh God. Which is uh, oh God. Ooh, worrying. <laughs> We're going to play Callum Patterson up front again, aren't we? Uh, I would hope that we'll play Buchanan up front and Patterson at, at worst will be uh, right mid with Jordan at right back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I think it will be Walker and King, though I do agree that that King needs 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 a bit of time on the bench. Yeah, he just, he just needs to be rest, like what Nicholson's had currently, mm-hmm. essentially. Um I think, I think he needs that. It will, it will bring his game on a wee bit more as well to see that he's not undroppable because he's basically started every single game for us this season. So, um, yeah, get Sammy in there, see what he can do. Yeah, I mean, other than that, like our only real option in the wing is uh, Young Flanagan. Uh, now, uh, those of you who follow uh, at We Have No Cares on the Twitter feed, like once we went, I can't even remember if it was 3 or 4 nil down, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was shouting for McCurdy and Flanagan to get on and we should just uh, petrify the just, shit out of this. Tie. Yeah, just bomb it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, Robbie had some idea of just maintaining dignity. Oh, Christ, what does that get you? Fucking beige. So that was that game. It's gone. Let's forget about it forever, shall we? Good. Everyone agreed. Everyone's nodding. I can see all of you at home nodding. This is fantastic. Yeah. What cup tie? <laughs> uh, well, we will have to remember it very, very slightly because we'll we'll move on to songs right now okay so uh yeah at this point of the podcast we would normally do uh some emails and we do have a few from from our loyal listeners but uh they're not particularly relevant to this game (laughs) no (laughs) uh, so i think we might just save them for a for a happier future (laughs) uh in the meantime we are going to honor in song the only player who made uh, a real well not the only player but the player that that that, the, the one shining light that we can glean from this game the one yeah sturdy tight straw that we can clutch onto <laughs> and we're clutching you Robbie Buchanan <laughs> lucky you <laughs> get ready to be clutched yep so uh yep, take Rob- it away Robert yeah, this is for you Robbie Buchanan not Nielsen Buchanan Where's he play Buchanan? Where's he play Buchanan? Where's he play? Where's he play? That's it. <laughs> I don't know that song. It's uh, Rihanna, I think. <laughs> oh, na na. What's my name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I hear it now. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. clearly. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's also funny because I don't know where he plays. <laughs> <laughs> it's a genuine question in the form of song. <laughs> Fabulous. Yep, right. It was either that or the Batman theme tune. You can na 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 right back. You should have gone with that. Ah, I will. Okay. Robbie Buchanan's a goal scorer. Plays up front all by himself and on the wing and right back sometimes apparently. Great crescendo, man. <laughs> yeah, I was also joking about the fact that Robbie Buchanan's position is a bit of a mystery. <laughs> yes, that's that's why it's funny. Um, so, 
Thanks, Robbie. Thanks for giving us something to talk about. Yep. Um, this has been an exceptionally short episode of We Have No Cares. Oh, Scott Robinson played. Yes, he did. Yep. He did fine. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I I really hope that, you know, if and when we lose a league game, we'll actually have a lot more to talk about. I don't... I hope this doesn't come across as sort of like sour grapes and I was going, loss, I don't even really care about it anyway. Because... <laughs> Who even wants a Scottish Cup? <laughs> because, like, even if we'd won this, I genuinely feel like this was kind of an irrelevant game. Yeah, yeah. I didn't... As soon as the job was made, I was like, ah, fuck, well... <laughs> that's a wasted weekend. So, um, yeah, like, if we lose a match that actually matters, then you can look forward to... Uh, extensive and incisive commentary from We Have No Cares, but uh, this game you can't analyse anything because there's there's nothing there. It's a ghost, no nope. phantom. No one cares. <laughs> we have no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> we have no one cares. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll workshop that alternative title for next week. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to send us any of your thoughts about this game or any other games or anything else to do with Heart of Rob's got to tell you how to do it. Well, you can uh, email us at wehavenocares at gmail dot com. Can I? You can. Yay! Yay! And, uh, <laughs> and you can also go to our Twitter, which is at We Have No Cares. <gasps> yeah, I know. I like how you're hamming it up there. <laughs> Big finish. <laughs> this is the most enthusiastic I've been all day. <laughs> uh, you can contact myself on Twitter at RF Borthwick. Oh man, I can do that if there's something I want Nickel not to hear about. Yeah, exactly, but you can contact Nickel as well individually oh. at Nickel Hay. Oh, that's great. I want to abuse him because he's rubbish. Yeah, man. Uh, cool. Steve Crawford. Steve fucking Crawford. Hey, baby. Oh, that's a run. It's a dive.